If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Hey guys, quick reminder to check out our friends at Doghouse Systems at doghousesystems.com if you are in the market for a brand new gaming PC. Oh man, they got you covered. I'm telling you that. I love mine. You'll love yours. Doghousesystems.com. And thanks. Crank it. In the immortal words of Leroy Jenkins, all right, Chubbs, let's do this. Yeah, see? At least I've got chicken is what I'll say at the end. Oh, man, don't. I want chicken now. I want That's chicken. A That's not a bread, <laughs> unless it's breaded. I'm Ghost Crawler. I am totally off the leash, and you were listening to The Instance. <laughs> The World of Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the instance, episode 514 of the show. It is February 9th, 2018. Scott Johnson here, joined by the man Me. you know and love, Terpster. Mark the terms. Right, I, I was expecting there to be a, a secret silent guest. No. And then me. No. But people people know of me, and yeah. I hope they love me well, because they I'm do. extremely shallow and, uh, <laughs> you know, I have no self esteem. You're so very lovable, you, though. Like, there's nothing about you I wouldn't cuddle that's or. What, that's what it's all about. Is It's like, a, you know, I'm, I'm like a puppy. I'm trying to make you love me. I'm like, please don't. <laughs> please don't kill me. Don't put me down. No, that, remind, that oh. reminds me. You now, you've got a little uh, three year old toddler and you got a, ba- a baby. Uh, do you have yeah, a pet? Four and a bit old, have, yeah. you, have you gone the pet route yet? No pets? No. Oh, Scott, I'm barely through the kind of just like, you know, like the next step for me is I'm going to get what's called a vasectomy, Scott. Okay. Have you heard of vasectomy? I have heard of that, yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna get. Um, I want. I'm. I'm tempted to go all the way up to like you know, just just chop them off, just yeah. chop the whole thing off. Oh, your um, entire so your entire I'm ca- gonna, kit. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna be done with uh, children yeah. and the possibility of future offspring. <laughs> and I love my children. I really do. They're the most magical thing in the world. But holy moly, are they the most amount of work ever? <laughs> like you know, I never thought of myself as work shy, but yeah. apparently, Scott, I am extremely work shy. Yeah, I feel like I've been raised in a uh, a very self entitled <laughs> millennial space where things came easily and instantly. Yeah. Um, but I mean, my my kids are amazing. Uh, Rosie, the oldest, yeah. uh, you know, she can count well over a hundred. Oh She's wow, geez, that's pretty good. She sounds out words and stuff, which is really quite worrying. Mm. Uh, so like, you know, she'll be we'll be watching something on TV and uh, like the title will come up, and she'll be like, "Tuh, uh, <laughs> And I don't, you know, again, I don't know the phonetics of letters. I just speak <laughs> the words, um, and it's very hard now. Kids learn with phonetics. It's not a. It's a. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But not B, but. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, anyway, so Phonetic, she does all of that. Yeah. And so she's super smart and all of those things, and it kind of scares me a bit. Because sure. I think, like, well, soon she's going to be more intelligent than me. Well, and, you know, soon. That's, that's yeah. a worry. Yeah. So, uh, and then we've got, you know, Millie, who is the youngest. She is the most easy laid back baby I've ever met. <laughs> and thank you. Thank you, Lord, because holy moly, was Rosie tough. Uh, so uh, sadly, obviously, Patrick's not here today yeah but thankfully because him and his lovely wife had a beautiful baby boy yeah um 
Though sadly, it seems that their baby boy is suffering from colic. A little bit of colic, basically, sure. uh, means that they are just really irritable, throwing up, never sleeping, and uh, demon babies. Yeah. And it's not to say that they are possessed. They might be possessed. Yeah. Um, and uh, as a parent, it is pretty much the worst hand to be dealt at that early stage. Yeah. Obviously, I know there's a lot of worse things that can happen, but sure, holy sure. moly. It's, it can be really hard. It's because they, so, they they come through the portal and they can't acclimate. They don't know this new world tough, is weird. Yeah. Exactly. You've got this lovely, I mean, you know, I'm well known for loving all of that stuff yeah. of a lady. Oh, of course. Uh, and to live in that for nine months, <laughs> man, that's a dream. Uh, to come out and then to have to like, you've got to feed yourself, you've yeah. got to breathe, you've got all these things yourself. Yeah. I'm like, oh man, again, I'm extremely lazy. So right. I, I know I wouldn't have been cool with that at the time. I'm definitely not cool with it now. No, um, no, I get it. But, but anyway, anyways, after, hold on. I, I was really hoping for third time's the charm with the, with the Turpin no, family. Scott, I mean, the thing is, is part of me, there's a vanity amongst me that would like to have had a son mm. so that the name could have continued on. Sure. But I've made the name so kind of my surname's Turpin. Mm. I'm Terps Terpster. You know, it's so my brand. I feel like I've used up all that karma <laughs> or that name. Um, that again, and it's not to say that you know my ladies. I'm sure be very progressive. They may decide to keep their names. Sure. You know that may be how it goes down the future. Sure, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I ain't rolling the dice again, Scott. You know <laughs> my my testes have performed well and above what they were ever requested to. Um, yeah. I don't know about you, but obviously, you know, when you're when you're trying for a baby, yeah, you know, that's the good times. Like that's the those are the best times. Oh, it's it's the like, best. oh yeah. My watch says that you're ovulating. It doesn't say that. It doesn't say that. But you do it anyway. Right. It's great. Right. Right. Only sadly, it, it it was correct, and it only took like a go. Um, which is, you know, <laughs> well done, less dude. Than ideal. Well, yeah. you say they're well done. You know, I would have liked it to have been more of a struggle. Uh, you know, in terms of, <laughs> I think that's the sort of persistence I would have excelled at. It would have been great. It's like, you know, um, oh, that's lovely. Two kids, was easy. Oh no, it took a long. It was a long, arduous journey. Yeah. We considered going down IVF and all the rest, but it turns out we just needed to do it more <laughs> and in freakier positions. Right. Uh, but no. So anyway, so long story short, Scott. At some point this year, I would like to remove my test. All right, just don't. I know you don't have to go that far, but no. I want to go that far. If you go I that far, a, if you a just loose flap of skin, if they just do <laughs> the if they just do the vasectomy part, you're going to smell that burn, and you're going to you're going to think you're in hell. It's is the that, worst. Is that, is that what it is? Yeah, they, they burn them off. Yeah, they burn. They they, oh. they cauterize your your tube there, uh, so that you. There can... is. I, I I heard somewhere that there is a very rare circumstance where you can be in, and it was quoted to me as eternal pain. <laughs> And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, it's like you've been, you know, punched in the gonads forever. For the rest <laughs> of your life. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. What? That's because you got a lot of nerves down there. You got a lot of really important nerves. I know, but yeah. I mean, that's, 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 you know, that's, that's definitely given me pause for thought. Well, it's like, well, maybe, I mean, three, five, 12 kids is fine, isn't it? I could do the whole Steve Martin cheaper. Oh, doesn't sure. It? I mean, this is the way well, I look at it. If the world ends, I need to be ready. So I haven't actually had the procedure. My wife had a thing done because she, the, the doctor recommended it at a certain point. She said, yeah, you should probably do this. And, it is, yeah. and so she's good. Scott, so I'm the, I'm the one, I'm the one left uh, intact. So you're if, the study's going to get yeah. put out to, you know, like, oh, Lord, how are we going to recover from this nuclear winter? Yeah. We need to repopulate the earth. Yeah. Don't worry, Scott's still got a fully functioning reproductive system. So, meanwhile, I'm just sat in the corner with my flap of skin saying, well, well, 
I'm just going to whittle these sticks into spears so we can kill whatever's left. Yeah, no, totally. That's exactly my plan. Wow. I've, I'm, I've, got, I've got what it takes to get us back on track. Phenomenal. Humanity. I love it. Anyway, I think this is all very applicable to Blizzard and Blizzard Games. Oh, clearly, yeah. But, no. um, they had an earnings anyway, report. That's like having a baby. So They it's, did. It's well, fine. exactly. But yeah. yeah, so I think, obviously, much love to Patrick. I, last week, I couldn't make it. Garrett was on. It was a great show. Yeah, he did uh, good. Uh, you know, I, I kind of feel like Garrett's um, shown us up. Yeah, he's uh he's but, a but he's better than you guys. Um, I just want yeah, I wouldn't say know. he's better. Oh, he okay. is, but right. I wouldn't say that because I'm me. Um, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good show. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, Patrick, much love goes out to you and Lady Patrick and Baby Patrick. Yeah. Uh, oh, and, do this, does uh, the kid have a name yet? Do we even know? I've never heard a name for the baby. I don't know. Actually, that's a good question. Is it some kind of French I thing? Care or they a lot about um. Uh, Patrick sure. and his life. <laughs> right, you've really uh, kept and up. What's dear to him, uh, but I'm not sure if he's made it public or not. I don't think he has. He's not told some us. Of, some of my friends who are uh, kind of known on the internet haven't made their children's names public. Oh, for weird. fear of like feeling like that's not, you know, that's their call. Yeah, um, it should be their call. I, I'm, I'm I didn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I was like, oh, that's fine. They're mine up until like you know they're like you know four and become self-aware, sure. and then I stopped talking about them and. You know, putting them in all my Instagram photos and just like, hey, look, they're cute. Yeah. You know, once they become, once they have friends that are going to, you know, look on the internet, I'm not going to share anymore. Yeah. I'll let them be. That's themselves. a good idea. I did. I wasn't really faced with this, although the internet was uh, certainly a thing when my first daughter was born, but it was different. There was no, you know, the social media we have today is nothing like the, uh, you know, Usenet boards people were putting crap on. So it wasn't really a thing for me, but, but now it must be. Either a either a constant temptation for a parent to always include them in their Instagram photos, or it's a or they're ab it's abhorrent for them to do that. I, I don't know. Probably one of the other. I don't know, Scott. I don't know. Obviously, you know, I'm I'm the best dad I can be. Yeah, of course. It's a great cop out. Yeah, you're about so, to lose uh, your nuts, yeah. but you're a great dad. Good job. Well exactly. Yeah. I did my job, and now I've got to raise them. You really don't have uh, to go for full castration, though. Seriously, I think I do because equally, Scott, I had a fantastic singing voice when I was younger. <laughs> So I think maybe I can get back to those, you know, those high soprano notes. Yeah. Yeah. Hormone therapy. Oh, see, Lisa, that's angelic. It's really good. Beautiful. Yeah, exactly. Really People are like, hang on. Sorry. I I thought I just heard Jesus. And it, yeah, maybe it was, uh, it was up there. Yeah, it's so really anyway. Good. It's really good. So, let's dive, um, let's dive so into think, this I thing. Think, I think Patrick named his son, uh, yeah, really. That was yeah, what it was yeah, really. Potato says, really, really beige. And yeah, I think so. <laughs> Yeah, I think Wiki that's... Kitten 13 <laughs> says Scarflet. Yeah. I like Scarflet. Scarflet's nice. Yeah, Scarflet's nice. Um, but but, but um, we'll... I think, yeah, really. Really, really. Uh, that'd two, be nice. First name, middle name, really, really. Beja. If it was Re and their middle name Lee, that'd be nice. Yeah. I'd... Re, Lee, Beja. I'm sure Sonia will have no problem with that. She'll be great yeah, with that. exactly. It'll be no problem. Be... Oh, look at this. Hey, that sound means it's time earnings for the call. <laughs> earnings call. No, we're not going to talk about the earnings call. <clears throat> we may we mention it. earnings call. It's great. It's interesting to know. Well, we'll but mention it. We, we got it later in the show, and it's definitely something to mention. <laughs> but, you know, once again, Blizzard, the the overperforming arm of the Activision Blizzard king of, you know, triumvirate. Perfecta. Yeah. Uh, which is good. You know, that's Blizzard. We expect, expect Blizzard to do well, especially in a year where they had no new games, no new launches, yet they uh, beat all their numbers so. i mean i think that's technically false because uh bungie released destiny 2 mm. so i don't know how we how we define new 
Uh, but well, Blizzard, was, Blizzard proper though, no new games. Blizzard, yeah. So it's um, yeah, Blizzard certainly had no new titles, and Blizzard did extremely well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you know, Destiny Two was on the the launcher. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure they're not reporting those earnings. No, no, I think that that would be fair to say. Also, I don't um, think anyone's reporting the sudden drop in players who are playing Destiny Two because I don't think it's because that's well. all there is. It was like, are they going to put some more in? They're like, yeah, we're working on it. You know, in a in a bit. Yeah. And it's like, oh, but I want to play stuff now, and that's the eternal issue with kind of persistent world games. Yeah. And that's why World of Warcraft has always done so well, is it's always had so much content to go through. Always something to do. The competitors. Yeah, you don't not yeah. it's not like you always want to do every piece of content, but it's there if you if you need it, you know? Like it's always there. And sometimes it was less uh compelling, like it'd be a little more grindy daily kind of things. And sometimes I think with this latest expansion with Legion, it's it's less grindy, but always something to do so yeah like that's the key and i you know destiny games like it don't they're not proper mmos they don't have it uh, no. in, th in that regard i mean yeah, I would and even, at the same uh, time yeah. they don't try to masquerade quite as mmos but they kind of do and they really don't yeah get yeah where they should I'm a, and i'm all you know diablo could suffer from the same problem uh and, and kind of does in some ways it's it a little does. bit rinse and repeat yeah, it right does. now it certainly doesn't have the same uh stickiness or or you know, because it's not dropping large content patches yeah whereas overwatch hearthstone world of warcraft all release and heroes in all fairness yeah um all release big chunks of content that are new and substantial um you know diablo has the seasons and they introduced i'm trying to think what they did last year because Nec was Necromancer last year? Or the last, year it was last year. Or, well, it was, it was 2017, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so maybe this is a slight disservice, but certainly nowhere near the frequency it feels as something like Overwatch and Hearthstone and right. Heroes that has well you know, three yeah. to four big drops and obviously Warcraft with its patch cycle. Sure, sure. And part of that is there's no revenue model for the Diablo drops. Like it... it, it and so I understand it. I don't. I don't fault them for this because I, I, you know yeah. new new players. Great that if you're getting attracted to the game because you heard a necromancer is going to be in there, that's great. But that's really it. I mean, nobody's paying See, for I, these. I, bits. I had a I had a go at. Uh, I was out at um, the HCT in Amsterdam. Yeah. And um, I was uh, sat in what was basically a tavern uh, with Ben Brode, and I had the the lovely fortune of speaking to him for 30, 40 minutes. Was he wearing a um, uh, plaid shirt? Was yeah, that, okay. he was exactly as you imagined. Great. And uh, he is, you know, a, a fantastic gentleman who's very, very um, what you see is what you get. Yeah. Like, I kind of feel like if you've seen a video of Ben Brode, yeah. then you kind of know Ben Brode. Yeah. And that's always lovely. And from a company like Blizzard that historically would have never allowed Ben Brode to exist because, you know, there's the Blizzard way. And that's the way. So Blizzard feels this. So when you go out, you're talking about Blizzard doing this. And, right. you know, we're, we're very much an iterative company. You know, we're going to take that and we're going to iterate on that further. And we're going to explore that design more. And we think that's a great idea and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, but now we've seen this this surge, I think, since Greg, who opened up the show. Yeah, I agree. Um, where Blizzard realized that having um, personalities that could go out there and engage with people as people, which is so important. To have a person talking to you and like, you know, Jeff from the Overwatch team oh, yeah, coming huge. out and talking about toxic players and mm -hmm. talking about, you know, kind of, uh, you know, the, the, the challenges they're facing and the balances uh, of the game coming up, right. you know, just feels so much more authentic to have that not be neutered by uh, going through a PR machine uh, to the extent of which it did. Yeah. Um, 
was was beautiful. So anyway, so I got a chance to talk to to Brode out there. And one of the things I kind of said, like, I think Blizzard dropped the ball on was the Diablo 3 auction house mm. in that they forsook it. They forsaken it so quickly. <laughs> they dropped it. They just said, they basically said like, ah, oh, man, this is toxic, man. People are really against this. Yeah. And rather than having it as a persistent product that could have been used for cosmetics or for still for gear, but equally you could, you know, it just wasn't a huge revenue machine, but just to have it still part of the game yeah. and just give Diablo some monthly revenue and some lifeblood coming through. Yeah. Because ultimately what players have done through rebelling against what was a flawed system sure. and that they did really fix with Loot 2.0 and actually making it so the game you could play without having to visit the auction house um, ultimately meant that we haven't had much Diablo since because we killed the the, the money train. We did. And Blizzard yeah. said about, you know, like that the console versions of Diablo have sold so well that that's kind of, you know, they're good. Yeah. You know, they've made some money. Oh, they've done. But yeah, I still feel like when you look at the games that Blizzard is constantly pushing out content on, mm-hmm. it's all the games that they keep making money off of. Yeah, yeah. And they can genuinely say, hey, we need to we need to keep this revenue coming in let's make some more stuff i think that's a brilliant and, idea you know, i don't know why they didn't do that or why they don't do it now the the fact okay if you had uh okay i i understand that in 2012 launch of diablo 3 up through the time that they canceled that that auction house there was no hearthstone there was no overwatch there was no heroes of the storm and there was no purchasable stuff for even world of warcraft at that time that you could just go buy a mount for 25 dollars. these things didn't exist and I think there was no. They did have mounts before that. Did they have Definitely. it payable mounts? I yeah. don't remember. I remember yeah, they had yeah. like charity stuff, but, but it wasn't quite. They didn't have the token for argument's sake. Oh right. right whereas right. in Diablo, you could buy gold. So I think that that was the first foray into virtual currency. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But the the fact that you know loot boxes, all that stuff, none of this had come to fruition. Uh, we hadn't. Even, we didn't even see it so much in the mobile space yet. Like we were still getting there, and they they probably just missed an opportunity there to say. You guys are right. <clears throat> this is kind of not this is kind of not good for the game as as far as the gameplay goes. So we're going to convert this store, this auction house, into a place where you go and buy complete uh, sets of gear uh, just for transmog. For transmog. Yeah, for yeah, transmog exactly, or yeah. for uh, an effect for your weapon or or whatever. Like they could have done that, and I'd I'd still be using it today. I'd be stoked to get I, in there and 100%, see what's going on. And I think that basically what they fell into was this publicity disaster where you know everything had blown up and there was such a sort of a entitled neck bearded opinion at the time that was on the par of today's EA backlash around Battlefront 2 yeah you know where a lot of people were like this is disgusting you know you robbed the game <laughs> and you know and i think that the the answer kind of solved that solution where it's like it's like yeah we're good. okay it's gone and people loved i mean you know reaper of souls just exceptional that's fantastic um, yeah. it's one of my favorite things of all time yeah. exactly one of the greatest gameplay experiences you can have yeah but because it's a, a reasonably stagnant game you know they're not creating new content in quite the same way they have with their other properties right you know obviously we had the necromancer which we paid money for and that's cool you know felt good it was fun to play but I would have much rather had a continuation of the story, more zones, yeah. more levels, more gear, more abilities. Mm-hmm. You know, and they have added in things, but just it feels like nowhere near the potential that they could have. Yeah. 
Whatever, yeah, Di- whatever seen, Diablo yeah. Four is, or whatever ne- is next for Diablo, we, we we're hoping all those things for that. And it seems like it seems like they wouldn't even. There's no way Diablo Four or whatever's next is this model again. There's no way. They, they of course will follow what's working for everything else they have under the roof. Of course. Yeah, I I, I imagine so, and I I hope that uh, it would be something that feels smart. Yeah. And I think you know, obviously, the team they have there is is exceptional, um, and. I'm sure they will make something beautiful. And at the end of the day, am I going to buy it? Of course. And I think that's the that's the the beautiful thing with a Blizzard game is it's no longer about how well does it sell at launch. It's how much revenue is it going to make post-launch. Yeah. And that's the success of a Blizzard title is that, you know, a game like Heroes of the Storm, which um, was, you know, if you look in the MOBA space, it's not the the, the category leader and yet still has a very vibrant, passionate yeah, very community yeah. including that me. is spending a lot of money, yep. and Blizzard's putting a lot of money into that all the time, trying to invest in that, trying to win over players from other games, trying to show better value, better production, better gameplay, better esports, all of those sorts of things, I just think is, um, yeah. yeah, just, Diablo needs just that. brilliant. And, I and love, then we saw, I, I, obviously, yeah. this past year, StarCraft 2 going free to play. Right. You yeah. know, that's very much Blizzard turning to the player base and saying, like, look, everyone's kind of moved on from RTSs. Yeah. You know, we can see it in viewership and all the rest. Um, do you like it? Do you still want it? And yeah. if you think about it, most people hadn't necessarily played past Wings of Liberty. Sure. So to, to make the base game free and to allow people to buy those expansions if they enjoyed it, I think is a real kind of gauntlet that Blizzard's thrown down saying like, well, do you want us to still do stuff with this? Yeah. Or is this now yours? Right. You know, we'll support it. Of course we will. You know, if there's a bug, we'll fix it. If there's a, a compatibility issue, we'll patch it. Right. But are we going to make new content for this game? That's down to you. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's a, <laughs> that's a strong sort of uh, place for Blizzard to be yeah. uh, where it's it's really picking its battles and trying to figure out kind of where can it provide Blizzard value. Yeah, most companies can't do that. They can't, they don't have the the the, the breadth to be able to, to to pick those battles like you're describing. And they get to do that. And it's pretty, pretty remarkable. Um, they can, they can have Diablo be a little stagnant and stuff. It may not make Diablo fans super stoked, but they can, they can afford to do it because A, they made their money a long time ago on that thing. And B, uh, you know, they don't. There's no rush. It's not like there's some uh, weird deadline hanging over their heads. And if they don't do it, they're gonna their studio is gonna get folded or something. Like mm. they're good. They got this. They're their own publisher, right. which is the biggest freedom you can ever hope for in the games industry. Yeah, you don't have someone who doesn't know what they're talking about coming to you dictating how you do what you do best. Yeah. So I mean, Blizzard, Blizzard has it all right, and they they do a fantastic job. Um, and so, you know, there's certainly no criticism um, on my part for, for for that. And I just hope that, you know, this earnings call basically goes through and says they're doing pretty well. You know, yeah. they're doing really solid. You know, they had 40 million monthly active users for the quarter, um, which is slightly down. But mm-hmm. at the same time, is still the sixth quarter in a row with over 40 million uh, people uh, playing Blizzard games, mainly Overwatch and Hearthstone. Yeah, it's huge. Um, and Hearthstone obviously being Blizzard's sole mobile game right. and how big the mobile market is, I think Hearthstone's doing a lot of heavy lifting with those numbers um, and Hearthstone, holy moly, is in such a good place. Yeah, and like, if you combine both, so which would include Destiny, which would include um, uh, you know, Call of Duty's last, last year's Call of Duty, all the stuff together, King's numbers, it was 385 million monthly active users 
which in total, if you count all of it, is up a million from the previous quarter. So on the whole, if you're looking at Activision slash Blizzard, uh, better numbers. But it's clear to me, as always, as it will probably ever be, Blizzard is the big is the heavy lifter here. They're always the ones with the big, you know, with the big stick. Um, I always feel like um, Activision has the potential to just have massive quarters. Like they may explode with just a huge title out of nowhere. Yeah. But Blizzard is like your your gold standard. You put your money in Blizzard. It's yeah. always gonna go up. <clears throat> yeah, it's really it reliable. Might not have a huge, drastic thing because it's so big and so so robust right. and so consistent. But it is gonna keep chugging along and always perform well. And that's what you know. You've got to appreciate. You know, Blizzard doesn't chase those zeitgeisty. We haven't seen a battle royale game churned out quickly by Blizzard. No. You know, it just came out the other day. Battle. Uh, so Fortnite has um, more surpassed uh, battle. Um, uh, player knows battlegrounds yeah um for uh concurrent users uh on steam yeah so um helps us that's free. huge <laughs> you know and that's you know there, there's huge games and stuff like that but yeah. it's um it's those sorts of things where that market is getting really juicy and we don't see blizzard chasing those things they'll look at them and i'm sure you know we've got alan adheim's you know kind of incubator groups working on prototypes all the time right um but they're not worried about missing out on the zeitgeist, yeah. which they could have easily become missing out on Dota. You know, you saw, you know, Dota was made in their game on their engine yeah. in uh, their backyard. and <laughs> is now owned by their biggest competitor sure. uh, for a similar business. And their similar product that they made is inferior in terms of player numbers and revenue and the rest yeah, it was just late so, to the late to the party had they been first, exactly but that's it. the sort of thing that could have spurred a lot of like right that's never happening again uh if we see something let's jump on it let's do it let's yeah, make it let's yeah. get it out there but they're still blizzard at the end of the day they're still very measured very particular the amount of blizzard alphas and betas i've played um that i'm like this is great why aren't we playing this now yeah uh and blizzard's like no this is What's this that? is like a really great game for another company this is a good game for blizzard yeah it needs to be great right so funny how they do that but that's the key chase their money chase their chase the way they do things here's the other thing i would say before we get into the alpha that has just landed uh Mm. in world of warcraft um i would say that what was i gonna say i was gonna oh uh here's what you do here's how you solve your battle royale uh everyone's on the bandwagon problem 100 junk rats enter only one lose. Okay. That's, that's the answer. I like that. Hundred like junk that. rats all dropped into an island. Yeah. Uh, wasteland. But sure, yeah. big wasteland, and it's just all right, all right. And he starts running around blowing each other up. Before you know it, you're down to one. And he gets uh I don't know what it is, his chicken dinner or something, something super dumb. Junklander. Junk I like lander. it. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm in. Yeah. Uh I just want that junk. <laughs> I would play the hell out of that. I can tell you that right now. All right. Uh, the alpha landed. And how do we know? Well, a bunch of you got emails. And when I say a bunch, actually a very small portion of the player base. Uh, uh, or your account was just straight up flagged, which is how this works. And you logged into the launcher and it said, hey, you want to install the alpha like it did for you? And and you install it and and boom, uh, I did that. And uh, it won't launch. I can't get it to work. So <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Uh, my Unlucky. PC seems fine otherwise. Everything seems to be running great except for the alpha for battle for azeroth so i'm a little my, bummed about that yeah. but uh my you... single public kind of stance on it to date has been that this alpha is extremely alpha yeah and i think that it is 
like I've my my biggest issues I found have been around mob placement and evasion. Yeah. Um. So there's a lot of mobs that are placed on uh, terrain and doodads that mean that either quest items or AOEs or even direct attacks uh, don't work. You've got to basically be on top of them, otherwise they're evading. And like it's it's you know it's is simple stuff. Right. Um. That is fixed very quickly. Uh. But obviously it's just you know. Quest designers chucking stuff down, trying to lay out, get a feel for zone before they go back and have subsequent passes to refine that experience and all the rest. Right. So in many ways, if you're not in the alpha, you really aren't missing out on a great gameplay experience at the moment. Um, the story is is there for, for a lot of it. You get a lot of stuff and we get fantastic placeholder cinematics, which are just, you know, a line of text mm-hmm. saying... <laughs> Jaina and you board a boat. You know, it's like, you know, and you you head off to Kulturas. Yeah. It's like, oh, cool, okay. You know, and it's like, oh, you've been put in prison. Ten minutes later, here you are. You wake up in prison. And it's like, you know, it's like, so there will be in-game cinematics and there'll be cool stuff. Um, and even as I'm sure they're probably, you know, not finished, but they're animated and probably just going through post-processing and all the rest at the moment. Right. Um, I'm sure that they, you know, they're close to finish, but they don't put those in till. Do, do you, you know, are you running north. into any big giant uh, textureless polygons or anything weird like that? Not really. No, no. I mean, like Wrath of Lich King Alpha was kind of filled with blue and white cubes that yeah. would come along and kill you, yeah. or paladins mm-hmm. that were insanely broken. Red paladins in the Wrath Alpha um, could just one shot people. Yeah, they were, bad. and it was just it was it was crazy. Um, and so in that way, no. The stat squishes in, so you're you're, you're rolling pre-mades, but your item levels like at 180 and stuff on the stuff you're rolling around at. So to go from a thousand down to effectively 200, I guess in terms of item level, is a bit whoop, bit scary. Mm. And your numbers are reflective. Uh, mob questing and combat, you're, you're currently talking sort of. You know, I'm I'm going through as a rep paladin. I may be doing like two, three sweeps of my rotation, and they're down. You know, it's fairly similar to the kind of leveling changes. Yeah. Um, it feels good. Like it feels like um the 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 content plays well. Right. Uh it's just again, it lacks the polish that you get in a in a in a further down the line release. Yeah, I remember um, running around in Pandaria Veda with uh my panda's arms out all the time, kind of in that sort of model. Mm-hmm. We're working on a model. In the T pose. Yeah, the yeah, T pose. And yeah, he would just yeah. float around in the T pose and yeah. would fight but there was no animation and i remember thinking yeah. oh man this is this isn't quite what i signed up for and i think that was like beta but um <clears throat> as always the minute they launch all this stuff and the goes thing away. is is obviously they're, they're playing around uh they're introducing no, loads of new races um they're equally changing how they uh tag races yeah. npcs as well in the game so we can't really tell what's going to be a future playable race right um so like we've got the volpera these fox people um that look they're basically rigged on a on a goblin skeleton and rig so they you know they're goblins but foxes um but they look cool and you know they're fun and it's like oh wow these gonna join the horde are these gonna be like a goblin sub race or those are are gonna be you know someone we can bring along um equally we've got the coltiran fat and thin humans which are hilarious looking (laughs) and it's like hang on can I have a, like a fat human paladin or a fat human warlock or hell, something like that? Hell that yeah. sounds brilliant. Yeah, I want one. I do too. You know, all of these different things that we don't really know. So there's lots to speculate and lots of fun to be had there. Um, in terms of, it's, it's not so much a 
spoiler, but it probably is a spoiler. So uh, skip forward like a minute if you don't want to have any spoilers. Yeah, let's. I want to hear this, but I don't. Yeah, people, if you want to um, skip, you can. Go at ahead. the very beginning of the uh, the Zandalari troll horde campaign, the Nazmir, um, right? Are you getting you, the Nazmir? Area? Yeah, you meet um, a. Uh, it's not in the game yet, but they talk about it. Um, a, a creature called Gahoon. Mm. Um, and Gahoon appears is not you know, but the way they talk of Gahoon seems to be some form of Titan construct that's been corrupted, and it also, in other sort of senses, maybe some sort of Titan old god experiment where maybe they experimented on old god stuff and made one, or maybe it's a corrupted Titan thing that's been turned into an old god or absorbed by anyway. All we know is that potentially we have a new old god as well. And maybe that's what's in this secret Titan facility yeah. um, as our first raid and stuff well, like that. Here's so what they here's what Blizzard themselves describe as Nazmir publicly as. So this isn't this is what they're putting out, so I wouldn't call this a spoiler, but it said once the shining heart of troll civilization, Nazmir is now a swamp uh, riddled with bleak, ruined reminders of its greatness. Its inhabitants are the vile blood trolls dedicated to the worship of the blood god Gahoon, as you mentioned. Uh, right. And to a single-minded purpose, the destruction of the last functioning Titan disc within the city of Zoldazar. Uh, Azar, rather, Zoldazar, I guess I said it right. Should the yeah. troll shatter this seal, Gahoon will be freed from its eons-long confinement to rule the world. So there you mm. go. So what we so I think Gahoon is a gargantuan sort of blood slug uh and it's like there's a there's a like the concept art there was just concept art of a of a character like you know tiny yeah. and then this gargantuan like biggest creature we've ever seen in wow uh blood slug with a big gaping maw and just you know uh, obese from having drunk so much blood yeah. and so i hope that's who gathoon turns out to be <laughs> you do that um, sounds great but it's that sort of thing where instantly you know it's not in the game you can't see it you get a kind of a text cinematic of you know uh you know literally your character rocks up and the the troll princess is like we've let the we've let them go on for too long we should have stamped them out before oh gosh no (laughs) and it's literally just an empty plateau and it's like i i rock up there i'm like what is it am i am i i, I looked at like my view distance yeah. like maybe it's not set there's just nothing there yeah. um but obviously as these things get populated i think we genuinely will have substantially uh cool um looking stuff yeah so um yeah i'm very i'm yeah. very excited now but, but despite all that brokenness and also well let me give some quick love to the to the other side of things, Drustvar, the harsh lands of Drustvar, ruled ruled by House Waycrest, who conquered these lands after vanquishing the ancient evil Drust. The edifices of the Drust still stand in ruin across the land, and that's not all that remains of the accursed people. Recently, their evil leader has been awakened, and if left unchecked, his dark power will spread through all of Kol Taras. You get there and you talk to uh, Mayor Cyril White of Fallhaven uh, on the eastern yeah, side of that don't place. Talk to him straight away. Because he's frozen in stone. Oh, um, oh, But it's the build you would have played at BlizzCon. If you played through the um, Kul'Tyrian human experience at BlizzCon. Uh, so there's the big wicker uh, statue fetish in the middle of the town. And you've got to basically discover this uh, big coven witch 
thing that's going on. It's all very uh, sort of headless horseman, uh, Sleepy Hollow, right. uh, New England style uh, witchcraft. And it's very good. Yeah. Very good. I'm excited. Um, are this where the fat uh, humans yeah. are? There's some fat humans over there? Yeah, fat and thin humans. Mm. Uh, again, we've we've now got the technology, which is great. Yeah. So we're going to have upright orcs, and who knows, we may have fat and thin humans as well. <laughs> um, you know, I can only only hope. Uh, so you know, that's that's the dream. Yeah. Uh, but it, it feels that uh, content wise, they're substantial continents. Yeah. Uh, we're currently restricted to just a couple of zones. Sure. Um, but it it looks pretty substantial in terms of the questing experience and the space and the the time and the stories um and once you complete and cap out you get to experience the other continents main story in a sense Mm -hmm. um but for law reasons obviously you can't really be helping the zandalari trolls if you're a alliance human um so you'll end up doing different quests i believe um or maybe they'll put in a mechanic where you masquerade as a horde. I, I, I'm not sure. Right. Um, but this we'll is all scale. It's all scaled content, right? So yes. Okay. Just like last time, that makes sense. But- and uh, there's great progression of of old favorite characters. So Jane Proudmore is featured very heavily. Yeah. Chat start, chat rooms in here raving uh, about how she looks. Ooh, new yeah, model. Yeah. She looks mm. she, no exactly. She looks fantastic. She really does. Yeah. Um. And on top of that, we've then got uh, scenarios uh, for uh, the fallout from the battle of lordaeron and the burning of teldrassil yeah. um so there's there's lots of cool big monumental story progression it feels very fun and very satisfying and at the same time is super alpha so <laughs> yeah. um it can only it can only get better from here which is a great place to be sure and um don't worry if you're not in yet because uh they will open up the beta, I'm sure, to a, a much bigger player base, and you'll get to, you know, dip your toe in and have a much cooler, cleaner experience. Yeah. Um, or don't do it at all and just wait till it launches yeah. in hopefully September. They're saying like no later than September, the something or other. Yeah, um, that was they did that last, uh, they did time. That they last time. Yeah. Yeah, and they ended up hitting so, August, so we may get it as early as August, is my thinking. So that'd be that good. would be amazing. Yeah. I I would love that. I'd like um, it a lot less close to BlizzCon, please, because that's just a pain for me. It's like I, there's already too many other things going on with that. Warlords event. was like two days after BlizzCon, yeah, which was ridiculous. Yeah. I was literally in an airport, <laughs> flying around the dark portal on my laptop yeah. before having to jump on a plane, and uh, yeah, ridiculous. That was weird, but the fact that we you know that we're going to get it in still sort of the summer months is exciting so yeah uh so that's happening um there are two dungeons and uh they are al uh, altas i don't know how to say it atal dazar yeah. and freehold well they're really yeah. reaching with these uh comma separated names these days i feel like they're just sort yeah, of yeah they even joke about it in the uh in the the troll sillies it's like you know you want to name a city just call it zul and then anything else and it's like okay all right, <laughs> that's yeah. basically what they're doing yeah that's you know that's yeah. how it is uh freehold yeah. being the more alliance themey thing and then of course the Dazar one being over there with the troll business um, yeah. I, I do want to say, for the record, I think that the Blood Trolls are maybe the single coolest looking thing in the history of this oh, game. And exactly, isn't it? The, this is the this is Pandora's box that they've opened now with uh, Allied sub races. Yeah, is you know, it's like, oh, cool. Do you know what also be cool is the Blood Trolls? Can you can we have a Blood Troll, please? Yeah. Oh, you got it there. And then it's like, oh, you know, it'd be great. 
I want to play these, these, you know, Tortolan. I want to be a Tortolan. I want to go around as a talking tortoise person. Like, who doesn't want to be a Tortolan? I want to be one now. Maybe that's like a dwarven sub race. I'd yeah. roll alliance for that. Great. You know, and it's like, you know, that all the races are so cool. Every, uh, every and, damn one of them. In fact, I have a huge yeah. complaint here in a minute about one of them I could even get today if things were different, which I'll get to in a second. But yes, we ha- and you have this other uh, added problem where, well, a bunch of people are going to be leveling tunes in Pandaria because now that stuff's scaled and they're going to see all that stuff again and they're going to go, oh man, Hosen, I want to be a Hosen. I hope that'll Hosen, happen one day. Hosen are on the horde and the Ginyu, Ginyu are on the alliance. So right. why can't we play them? We can't, I you know. know. They, pick, they assign the factions, come on, Blizzard, what are we waiting on? <laughs> and again, some people have said maybe they're Pandaren sub races. Maybe that you have the Pandaren say, oh. you know, okay, you, you do this one, you do that one. You know, there's easy ways to integrate these into the lore and into the UI. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Ian Hazacosta said on their last Q&A on Twitch that they were going to add... Uh, I think it was four new character slots yeah. uh, per server. And they've done so that, that you can, now. Yeah, so you can you know roll all and you can experience them all. But I imagine them thinking as well, like, oh, how many are we going to make? <laughs> oh, okay, right now you've got 20 new slots, guys. Okay, you're going to, oh, now you want to roll more? Oh, now we're going to do, oh, you can be a kitten yeah. from you know, oh, South and keep, Shore. Keep in mind, they've added, so they've added four slots per server, but they have not increased the total amount of characters you can have per account. Oh. There you go. So account That's wide, I think it. the limit's still like fifty or something. I forget. Fifty, the limit. yeah. So exactly. So you know, if you're keeping up fifty characters, holy moly, well done. <laughs> uh, I struggle with one. Uh, you know, like how you're doing that with any substance and stuff. You know, mm. crazy. It, it Tizzle Mash in the chat says Hosen would look stupid in full plate. Eh, that's a good point. I'm looking a little. I don't think I don't think looking stupid is a valid argument for not having them be a sub race. I kind of agree. I think that's a brilliant. Like, hey, do you want to look stupid? Yeah. Roll a Hosen. They're great. <laughs> you know, Torin for the longest time, you know, only in very new models have had boots. Yeah. You know, we just had hooves. Mm-hmm. So I get a new pair of boots and it's like, oh, what is it? Oh, I can't. Yeah, it's just it's still boots. true of trolls. They don't have, I don't know yeah. about Zandalari, but the traditional trolls all just have their, their feet sticking and out. And they don't have any, they don't have any plates on top of them. Or I don't think that. so. Don't they may have guards the, or something, very, but their toes. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. very new ones had like uh, front uh, plates on my uh, Torn at least. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if trolls had a similar sort of thing. Sure. Uh, Bugbert989 says I'm on my fifth alt now. I think I leveled, I've got six 110s, mm-hmm. and now I also have a 110 boost from pre-purchasing Battle for Azeroth. Oh, who'd you boost? And I'm just what'd thinking, you do? Well, that's thing I haven't. Oh, I'm like, neither have I. Yeah. I don't know if I can. Like, if, if I do it, am I just going to be incentivized to play another? I was like, oh, guys, you know, this is, this is getting too much. Well, here's my question. So this actually brings me to my point uh, that I'm having a little bit of a problem with. They had the pre-order for the game like a week ago. Everybody pre-ordered the game who wants to. And part of the reason was it was like, hey, if you get in now, you'll have access to these two per-faction allied races right now. You'll get two for Horde, two for Alliance. Go for it. And then, well done. Thank you for the $49. Here's your gift for doing that. So I get in, and I do it. And I go, all right, well, who do I want to be? I don't want to be a High Mountain Tauren, but I have all the requirements for it. I've done everything I need to do to be a High Mountain Tauren right now. I've got the rep, and I have all the quest chain stuff. Done. So I could be a high mountain tauren, which is a tauren with antlers. That's really the difference. That's it. So yeah, yeah. it's not that I don't and, like uh, them. Totems. If you if you look at the uh, the tauren shamans, right? Uh, high mountain have substantially higher detail <laughs> totems. <laughs> yeah, totems and also yeah. their their uh, cat bear forms and all that stuff look really cool. Oh yeah, yeah. The so stuff is so cool. that stuff's really neat. But I'm not 
I don't want just another kind of torn. What I want is an, as a proper elf. I'm sick of blood elves. They suck. Their laughter kills me. I hate them. I want a proper horde, cool, mm-hmm. blue-looking, purpley, elfy, long-eared elf. And so where am I going to get that nightfall? And of course. And I thought they were badass in the game. I love going to Surmar and changing clothes and being a being one of those dudes. And I remember even on the show saying, man, it'd be cool one day if we could have one of these. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Well, now we have one. And guess what? Because I didn't grind out all the shit I need to to get the everything I need there, I can't be one of those right now. So what has Scott done? He paid 49 bucks so that he could then go back in and fish a bunch of quests and do a bunch of grinding. I'm yeah, annoyed by I mean, that. To be honest with you, I mean, I, I, I could pick either. Um, I play a Tauren male paladin yeah. and uh i picked time out in straight away <laughs> and i was like you know what i would love to have better antlers this is cool uh but i hear what you're saying yeah. um i don't think suramar actually takes that long especially if you've unlocked flying right um, and i haven't because so. you can yeah so that's i mean for, for you I, i'd say the best thing you could do is the problem is is when you came back Argus had come out and you had all this fun, shiny stuff over there. And so you missed out on the bulk of the stuff on the, the broken shore. Yeah. Um, and that once you complete that broken shore area, you can, you can whiz through it fairly quickly, unlock flying, get your class mount as well. You look spectacular. Everyone thinks you're a badass. Um, but uh, once you have flying across uh, the broken Isles and Legion, it becomes so much easier to complete these sort of, Right. Minor little inconveniences, and it'll be but much. It's also it's Blizzard also does is they gate the content, so you have right. to go through and play through the wealth of content, yeah, and not just play through this last kind of thing that will occupy you for four minutes and yeah. then complain about how there's nothing left. To and do. the ni- the nice thing about the Surmar stuff is none of it's time gated now, so you can kind of rip through that. But also, uh, here's the thing: if you got flying, chances are you got most of what you needed anyway, because the to get mm. flying, you'd have to do enough. Rep grind think, and yeah, I think quest stuff. Do you have to be revered or exalted? I forget what it is. Uh, I think it's exalted, which is what you need. But I, t- but I think it was like I think it's Suramar up to like patch uh, what we like seven one or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's um, like super deep Suramar. Right. Um, but maybe. I just but the fell Suramar off. story is spectacular. It is it really, really cool. Is. There's no question yeah. about it. I just fell off there for a while because I was I, I had hit one ten. I'm like, all right, I'm doing. And now I'm doing Suramar. It's weird not leveling. You know, like that's a, just a weird thing in an MMO. So I'm like, well, I'll raid. And I raided and I did uh, Mythic Dungeons. I did all that kind of stuff and I kind of stayed it away. It burns and you out. That's the problem. Exactly. Yeah. yeah and, that's, and Blizzard knows that. And that's, you know, why they don't just make raid content going forward. You know, they try to create a lot of different content. But here's my here's my question, though. So, so I have yeah. two questions. One is when the game, and we may not know this, I don't know, but when the game launches, and somebody goes, oh, man, I haven't played since Pandaria. I'm getting in now, and I'm going to use that boost for one of these allied races. Can they do that? Uh, I don't know, actually, on the boost. I'll have to check because I haven't used it. I, I, I'm pretty sure you have flying. I think it's basic flying speed. I don't think it's super fast flying speed. Hmm. Um, and I have a feeling that you don't get Legion flying, but I'm pretty sure you get other flying. Flying previous to Legion. So if you yeah. get that, that's great. Uh, but what, what, the reason I'm saying this is right now, if I go try to use the boost on the on the Nightfall, and it's not gonna, it doesn't work. It says, "Sorry, you don't have the requirements," and the requirements being exalted, and then all those quest lines I haven't finished. Yeah, and, and equally with the boost, you forgo the Heritage Armor set. Right. So the Heritage Armor set obviously is the cool looking Night Elf, uh, no, um, uh, 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 Nightfallen, uh, you know, uh, Elf sure, armor. Sure. Um, 
really the only one that it really matters on, uh, in my opinion, yeah. is the Dark Iron Dwarves. I agree. Uh, the Dark Iron Dwarf armor set looks spectacular, but more importantly, it is abstentiously plate, but can be equipped by any Dark Iron Dwarf class. Yeah. So you could be a Dark Iron Dwarf mage in full plate armor. I'm like, yes. It's pretty badass. Sign me up. I, that is the coolest thing ever. I'm a battle mage. Holy moly. Uh, so cool. And then dwarven females are historically poorly represented. Uh, and then they go and give dwarven females the coolest hairstyle in the history. There's one basically has got like a Zarya style mohawk uh, that just looks insane. It looks amazing. And I'm like, holy moly. I'm going to be playing a, a dwarven female, dark iron, mohawked, uh, full heritage armor battle mage uh, f- at some point in the future. Sure. Um, no. But that it means I can't use my boost on that. That stuff's really cool. But in the case of most of these races, I agree with you on the dark iron, but I don't really care about the heritage armor for the most part on most of them. It's just to me, it's mm. just more armor. And I, I don't care. It's not that important to me. But. Uh, I just don't know what new players and new players are coming in thinking. Oh, one of the great features is these allied races. If they get in and realize, I mean, they're not gonna. You're not gonna make somebody go, um, from you know, let's say they were got in there and left at 105. You're gonna make them level to 110, finish all the quest lines, grind out the rep, and then they can have one of these. Like I, I realize we're in alpha time, or not alpha time. We're in pre-patch time. And I understand that me being gated here probably makes sense now, but at launch you can't gate it. They, exactly, they may remove those restrictions. They're going to have to. You know, the the louder you speak, the the better. I think because you know the the more people speak up about those things, the more Blizzard's like, oh shit, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't even think know. they're. I don't think they're trying to per- punish me or anything. And yeah, you could say, well, the expansion's been out long enough, Scott. You should have had all this. Yeah, I know, but I fell off for a while. All right. So, exactly. And it's not the thing is that there, there's always been this sort of elitism within World of Warcraft where yeah. it's like, well, if you can't keep up with the pace of the gameplay, sir, well, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't be playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> and actually, I don't think you did appreciate and enjoy the allied races There's a sense of pride and accomplishment that comes from spending the money uh, to buy the new expansion, knowing that you can play the allied races. Right. Uh, and, you know, that's the, you know, that's the thing that I think, you know, we as a community need to get away from Mm -hmm. um you know i i i don't want people to not come back to wow because they played it and it's been so long since they played it they're worried about people perceiving them to be uh you know inept a noob or whatever right you know it's like oh you're not playing anymore yeah life gets in the way it happens to me come back it's great please i want to play with more people i love playing with people i know i love meeting new people that then i know um you know, it's it's a social game, and it's a it's a game that uh, if the UI were better, would be the biggest mobile game in the world. Right. Uh, because it's about communicating with one another. It's about meeting people, making friends, having fun, achieving stuff together. Right. It's not about excluding people because of how much or how little free time they had. Right. Um, and you know, I, I look back to my early days in Warcraft uh, and how it was basically the best instant messenger in the world. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I'd just sit there in Ironforge or Ogrimmar just chatting <laughs> away to friends. And, you know, like my Slash played, you know, is in years, but easily half of that is chatting. Yeah. You know, just chatting Social. to people. Sure. Uh, and I, I, I love that about the game. I Ugh. don't think, you know, I'm never going to be the best World of Warcraft player in the world, 
but I know I had the best fun I could have. Oh yeah, for, for sure. Um, and yeah. for the, uh, so the chat room saying things like, I think it's totally fair to unlock those gates for everyone on release. Let it be gated for now. I think people are missing my point. It's not that I'm mad that I don't have my stuff ready. It's that this required a pre-order of a game yeah. to get. It required $49 and I can't do anything with them. I got, I was yeah. supposed to be the reason to get the pre-order. I paid the 49 bucks. Now I have it. And now I'm being told, oh, I'm sorry. You don't have, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's uh, like the small print though. It's like, you know, <laughs> Hearthstone had this, um, this prize yeah. uh, where basically you complete a daily quest each day up until Valentine's Day. And each day is an entry. And if you win, you get 3000 packs. And it's like, wow, it's amazing. And then someone was like, oh yeah, also uh, depending on if you, where you are in the world when you win, there's potentially a taxable liability of about $1,200. Right. And so you're like, what? So you would win 3,000 packs, which is more packs than you would ever need. Uh, you know, you could make every card a golden card, but you would have to pay $1,200 for the privilege to have something that no one needed. <laughs> You know, that seems crazy. Yeah. And so, like, you know, Blizzard then came along and said, oh, so you win $1,200 or whatever the amount is. You know, they basically said, so you win some cash as well that are cover the tax. Right. So it is, it feels good. But that's, again, a problem where Blizzard's come along with a cool proposition and then life and reality come along and say, I don't think that actually achieves what you think it <laughs> right, achieves. Right, And they usually so, yeah, fix yeah. this stuff. Usually yeah, exactly. they'll swing around. But they, yeah. they won't unless you speak up about it. Yeah. And you need to be saying, look, Hey, at Warcraft Devs on Twitter, like fix your effing game, you effing bozos, um, and then follow up saying I'm terribly sorry. Yeah, I'm and I'll get on that passionate. list. Yeah, I'll exactly, get on that list. Yeah. I don't want to be yeah, on there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's me and icy veins now. Uh, and you say, uh, you know, can I can, can I just say that I love the Allied races? Uh, is there any chance that as a returning player I can actually level one? Uh, and I feel like I paid for them, so I don't know if if that's something you can remove those restrictions anytime soon. Um, because that would be interesting. Yeah. And obviously, we're still waiting on the Zandalari and the Dark Iron. Yeah, but that makes sense that we're waiting. Follows. It makes sense we're waiting for those because it's all the, yeah. you got to get to that new place and there's no context for those Potentially. two characters. Again, I mean, and oh, don't get me started. I mean, so obviously, Scott and the Law shows, we've, we've talked a lot about the whispers of Ilganoth yeah, yeah. Um, and the riddles that were set back right at the beginning of Legion in mm -hmm. that first raid uh, tier. And. Um, there's a lot of, you know, people are saying the King of Diamonds. Uh, it came up on Reddit the other day, King of Diamonds in uh, tarot cards or in, in kind of traditional playing cards. The King of Diamonds, the card, refers to uh, a businessman, a, a, an entrepreneur, um, you know, a, a kind of a mogul. Yeah. Um, and people are saying Gallowix fits the term King of Diamonds exceptionally well. Really? And Ilganoth said the King of Diamonds has become a pawn. And it's like, oh, hang on, but... We saw in that prologue cinematic that Gallowix is the one who's kind of discovered Azurite and is starting, hang on a tick, you know, is is he? And then equally, there's like a old god voidy symbol uh, in the old goblin slums where the new um, uh, uh, the embassy, embassy is. Embassy is, yeah. The, yeah. yeah. And so people are like, is this, is this all tying back to Gallowix? Mm -hmm. And then people are saying previously, you know, because obviously people are saying King of Diamonds, that's got to be Magni. He's a king who's made of diamonds. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, nah. And then the boy king serves at the master's table. Uh, people are like, oh, hang on. Is that Anduin? Hmm. It must be. Or maybe it's Rathian. But now people are saying, maybe it's Princess uh, Thrasian's uh, son. 
you know, the the true heir of Ironforge. Oh so man. We had um uh you know, we had uh, Moira uh, Bronzebeard and uh Prince Thurassian or whatever his name is of the Dark Iron Dwarves yeah. had a child, a legitimate son in in love and lust and everything in between. <laughs> the early alliance venturers were were sent there by Magni to to save his daughter who'd been brainwashed by the evil Dark Irons. Yeah. So we slayed this evil prince only to discover it wasn't brainwash. She loved him. Yeah. She wanted to be with him. They had a kid together. And, you know, we murdered her husband at the order of her father. Like, holy, oh, man, I feel bad. It's hardcore. Um, and so now, obviously, with the, the game aging up a lot of characters, there is a boy king who maybe is, you know, who is, who is from the earth, which we know historically has been pretty bad when it comes to corruption and old gods, who serves at the master's table. Yeah. So it's all of these things and more I cannot wait to explore, finding out how we get to play the Dark Irons, what they bring to the table. Um, I, I, oh, I cannot wait. It's just the, there's so much spectacular storytelling that's happened in World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. And now we've got Christy Goldings on board as well. Right. Uh, it's just like, you know. How did you feel about the transition after the patch when you went to talk to Sylvanas or whatever happens on the Alliance side when you go mm-hmm. to the embassy and you sit down with her and she you know, talks about, ah, that'd be a great quiver to have in my quiver. Yeah, another bow in my quiver. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, if she she should have had a mustache, she could twizzle. Yeah, oh, she was super super uh, uh, that way. But the yeah, the, the I, main I, point yeah. is, you got two people saying, "Yeah, my 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 people would be great," or whatever, and then yeah. and then nothing out of the troll. And the, the thing uh, is, it's, it's always a bit it's a bit dark as well because like Bane's being quite articulate, and you know she's being very elven and being like a basic people, but you know honorable. I'll give them that, albeit brutish, dense idiots. Uh, and it's like, you know, I'm a, again, I'm sat there as a Tauren, you know, paladin, just being like, she better watch your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you know, watch what you're saying. Choose your next words very carefully, war chief. Um, I mean, all in all fairness, if I could have jeweled her, she would have wiped the floor with me. But still, <laughs> it um, it felt uh, felt very uh, disrespectful. But sure. I guess that's kind of her shtick. And it's equally going to feed into uh, how things are going on. Equally, Lady Liadrin being the uh, the champion for the Nightfallen and not uh, Lothramar um, is interesting. Liadrin was obviously the one there during the campaign, so it makes sense in that way. Yeah. But equally, I don't know if Blizzard's like, we've got too many dudes. Like, can we surface a few more female leaders? And Lady Liadrin's stepping up to the plate expertly, but at the same time, she isn't actually the regent lord of Silvermoon. You know, that's Loth- Lothamar. So maybe he's in a kind of, if I was playing, if I was the actor playing that character, I'd be looking for other work right now. Right. Because I'd be like, they're going to kill me off any second now. Right. They want to, they're leveraging this other character to be the new, you know. Mm. Mm. So. I love the knows? idea of the Gallywicks and uh, Dark Iron Dwarves and other little, like the, like the wording of the whispers seemed obvious about big name characters in the game, stuff we've known for years and years and years, and instead it might be about that fat little turd monkey little hat wearing butthole. I really, I really hope so. At the same time, like I worry about the horde being bad guys again. Uh you know, and so that's why I kind of like if it can be more alliance characters falling to corruption. You know, like Arthas 
the Lich King, you know, was an alliance champion that fell to the, you know, the, as far as you can fall. Um, and I just feel like it's been a lot of a, of Horde characters. Um, equally, like Sylvanas, I really don't want to be a bad guy or like a, a person that we need to replace. Right. Because it feels like the Horde leadership is just on a merry-go-round at the moment. And it's like, oh, who's it going to be next expansion? Who's up next? And I would like some stability. I'd like some 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 progression and some evolution of what it means to be Horde under Sylvanas. You know, the Horde has always been very orcish and very tribal. But what is a, a an ex-high elf, undead, banshee, forsaken, you know, being? What are their values, and how does that fall out on on the faction? And how do the players under that feel? You know, and how how can they rally people around that? I just think there's 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 lots of cool stuff to explore. Yeah, and they clearly with just like connecting all this stuff the way that they are, even in this early patch, is a, another sign that they like, gone are the days where an expansion has its story, it ends with the Lich King dying, and we're left with nothing, uh, mm. or, or left with just like, all right, well done, everybody. Oh, next expansion, a bunch of stuff happens that's got no See connection the to the previous thing. Yeah, like there's a real tethered. Quality you got to remember it. the the what was it the Ruby Dragonshire or whatever it was you know this this weird raid tier type thing that we did in Wormrest after Lich King I think it was after but it was basically like a ooh, uh, development's taken a little while oh look there's the t- the Twilight Dragons are back and they're up to all sorts of mischief we should probably sort them out mm-hmm. it's like what this, but we're just this is great because it feels like a real natural progression. You know, we've now got this gold rush. Azerite, we've been told, is the blood of Azeroth. Is it? Uh, could it be something else? Probably not. Probably is what they say. But, you know, maybe it's old god inspired or maybe our ultimate um, efforts are in vain. Uh, yeah, I think there's a, a lot of uh, lot of cool stuff coming up. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, uh Nonetheless, uh, my problems notwithstanding, I'm happy to give my money to Blizzard. Uh, here's 49 bucks. Earn some interest on it. I think that's great. I have no problem with that. I love Blizzard. I want to support them. But I hear you. Exactly. At the same yeah. time, they should have made that not gated. There yeah. would have been other ways to like to have the, the heritage armor is gated behind that faction requirement and hitting a 110 right. or something like that. So it's like, hey, existing players who've played and progressed through the content over the year, uh, here's your reward. Yeah, is you get this without any additional effort. Yeah, new players, you can level one. Of course you can, uh, but you can't do this other cool stuff until you know this cosmetic reward until you've uh, progressed more in the game. My my um, biggest problem with it is it's kind of a fine print thing, and that's okay. I get it. I didn't, you know, Q and A's and other things that happened previous to the the patch and and to the pre order, mm-hmm. they were all pretty clear about it. It's like, oh yeah, the way it'll work is you'll. You'll do your thing and whatever. I missed a lot of that, so I didn't hear it. Uh, and on the launcher, it just said, unlock these two allied races if you pre-order now. Yeah. And it didn't really happen. So all I'm saying is, it's maybe just a little bit of a thing and not that big a deal. But at the end of the day, you know, some people are going to be even less in the know than I was in this case. And um, I don't know. I feel like it's that's bad form. Here's the one thing I was thinking, though. Maybe the way this works, and I haven't tried it because it's scary, because I'm about to blow my 110 boost on this. But what if I 110 boosted a regular old character? I just took a regular troll to 110, a shaman, doesn't matter. Then, But then he'll have everything I need. I think they give him everything he needs. 
Oh, you think he gets exalted? I think with, so, uh, but I don't know that. See, there's nowhere to... I, okay. That I haven't been able Let's to find. Because if he did, Let's then I could just go start my level 20. Boost exalted. Because uh, that would be cool, right? Uh, and chat rooms, uh, you know, this is what they're saying is just need to advertise it better. I agree, that's all. Just advertise it better. I'm not talking about... Uh, not everyone hears Ian Hazakosis talk to Lore on Twitch. That's uh, all. You see yeah, it? I can't see anything here that says I can read quickly that. Yeah. Um, and the only way for me to know is to try it and fail if it doesn't work. And yeah, I don't want to blow it. I don't want to blow my one. The thing time. is, what you have to bear in mind. So, what is what's what's cool with? I mean, it, obviously, it costs as much as the expansion. But um, when you buy a Warcraft expansion that came with a boost, be it ninety, one hundred, one ten, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, if you attach it to a game on your Battle.net. Yeah. Uh, login it's account wide across yeah. all your accounts right so you can buy multiple boosts by having multiple copies of the game that means if you bought it digitally and you know you're going to buy a collector's edition you have another boost you can use you just have to attach that to a starter account and then you'll be able to use that boost on your main account right um, um I so hooven um, uh, in the chat yeah. room just says my 110 he boosted a, a light forge drain eye shadow priest wait how'd you do i guess you can do that if anyway you've unlocked it but he's saying it has no reps on the boost yeah they're so all saying they're saying the boost has no reps at all yeah. so I, yeah. that answers my question and that would make sense in historically you don't boost with a anything yeah um yeah so i don't know why i would like expect that. it now except that maybe that was the, the only thing around. is if you're over level 60 you get the profession boost up to what is it 800 or whatever it is now right. um but at the same time they made leveling professions extremely easy um so that's you know not a big thing sure um equally you can still do the um the the trials so you can do a, a, a scenario where you try out a class and you play up until you go into your class hall and then it's frozen behind needing a boost unlock yeah now i'm pretty sure a 110 boost will unlock that but historically you needed a, a one a uh, hundred boost. Yeah. Um. So I'm not sure. Uh, Malagos says it's seven hundred. Seven hundred. Okay. Right. Well, nonetheless. Uh, uh, so also, I'm, I'm so doing it. I'm doing the work from the alpha. Yeah. Is there is one other reasonably significant change that's in there currently, albeit extremely alpha. Mm. Um. And it's that they've updated the action bar UI. So the default UI for oh, World of Warcraft. Right, right. They've actually, for the first time, I think since launch changed it um and reasonably substantially they've they've added uh another set of six uh bars and buttons uh to the right of your existing action bar yeah uh they've moved out the uh the kind of the menu icon character icon quest icons and all that and the bag icons to the bottom right of the screen and it's because you know we have to remember that wow was developed in the age of four by three so Everything is uh, kind of locked in and and tight to to that sort of uh, screen real estate, and so now they're kind of unpacking it and realizing, you know, we can do other stuff with that default UI. Now, obviously, a lot of people out there use mods yeah. and uh, you know customize it to their own desire, which is great. But that isn't a reason for Blizzard to say, "Oh well, don't worry about it. People can mod it if they want to," because yeah. again, that new player experience needs to be there we go scott's put it on screen yeah so you know you can see it's fairly traditional there on the left yeah. and then suddenly we've got this new area here of more buttons yeah. and then we've got this very ugly 
uh, kind of thing in the corner. Now, obviously, again, extremely alpha. This doesn't look polished. This doesn't look like a complete coherent interface. Yeah. Um, but actually, already, if you're playing on a new account or you're a new player coming into this, um, actually makes a lot more sense. Yeah, you could scale it and you could make it look like we are the World of Warcraft. Yeah, look at us now. This is our new modded interface yeah, yeah. where exactly. uh, all my action bars are right there when I need them. This is fantastic. That's the dream, isn't it? Um, um, yeah, so that's yeah. interesting that they, that's, I mean, that it really is the first of them touching that in a long time. And I think that's partly yeah. due, like you alluded to, that they just have never, I mean, there's always been mods. So why would they, they give you a good enough thing that works really well, you know, and, 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 and is functional as a thing to do as a, mm -hmm. for any player, but then they know that the add-on community is just an immediately going to make button mods. I just, and, exactly. I think it's priority. I think that, you know, obviously they've got good UI people who work at Blizzard. They have fantastic artists and all the rest, but they've got so many other things they're doing that they're always like, ah, it's good enough. We'll focus on this other thing over here. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think it, I think it would be a welcome addition to make the base game more feature complete and not have to expect people to go to a third party marketplace to try and get a better play experience. I agree. Um, I kind of know, prefer certainly not out the box since they squished abilities, this last expansion, I have preferred, um, I preferred the default interface for a lot of what I do. Cause I've got shorter rotations. It's just like less stuff I have to mm -hmm. worry about. And so I kind of like that. I like there not worrying about updating a thing or whatever. <laughs> um, I put an image up just so, for yeah. fun, chat room, if you can see this. <laughs> MMO Champion keeps putting up these comparisons of the new races, and they have this yeah, odd weird. combo of putting the the female on top and the male on the bottom. I swear they're doing it on purpose, but there's your dark It iron. works. But again, that, I mean, honestly, that female hairstyle, I, I'm just in love. I want that so much. Like, that is going to be uh, definitely a character I play through. And in all fairness, if I could also have the hairy lower half, <laughs> yes, yeah, like yeah. that is an allied race I can get behind. You're not going to get it though. Yeah, yeah. It'd be great if you did. Anyway, let's see what's happening around the rest of Blizzard. Maiev is out for Heroes of the Storm. Maiev Storm Shadow or Storm Shadow uh, Shadow Song. Uh, she's, uh, you know, her as the warden, the keeper, the great keeper of Illidan Stormrage, kept him in his little green, uh, his little yeah. green condo for ten thousand like, years. She's like the the. I don't know, six-year-old girl who poked the boy in the back all the time because <laughs> secretly she was in love. That's right. And uh, she hasn't realized it yet, but yeah. I'm looking forward to when she comes across that epiphany where she was like, oh, dear God, I was in love with him the whole time. <laughs> the whole time. You yeah. know, where is your Illidan? No, no. Had like a thing, you know, had a thing for Illidan and just never admitted it, but she is out for Heroes of the Storm. I've been playing her. She's pretty great. Uh, kind of still getting my head around her kit. I think a lot of people are. Her win rate is kind of nuts, and no one's sure why, because she's kind of, I don't know, her combos are weird. She's weird. But she's fun, and she looks rad, and uh, I used to kind of not like her much in terms of uh, her look, but I think she's real strong in Heroes of the Storm. So check her out over there. She's out and available. Overwatch latest skins for the newest event are staggeringly good. Uh, really good skins for this uh, event. What's this one called? I forgot. Chinese New Year thing. It's, uh, Chinese New Year. Yeah, uh, yeah, the dog. Yeah, uh, so. but they call it something else. Uh, uh, celestial celebration. Or no, something. Uh, uh, shit. Whatever it is, whatever they call it. And Heroes it has theirs is, going too. Both of them are doing uh, it. Lunar New Year. Lunar New Year. Think, that's it. I think. Uh, uh, yeah, Lunar New Year event 
Yeah. Year of the Dog. It's all good. Uh, Heroes They've is got doing the Catch of the Flag stuff coming out, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, but it's all about that Genji skin for me. That Genji skin, And, and I mean, the thing is, I feel bad because Mercy's got a beautiful skin, but it's post-nerf, so. Yeah, that's true. Oh, well. Mercy. Poor Mercy, dude. Been through some stuff, that girl. Um, Hearthstone patch brought a ton of changes and oh, a pretty man. good card wow. deal. I went and bought that Mammoth card deal, even though I'm terrible at Hearthstone. Oh, did you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's I a mean, good value. You know. It's like you know, for it's like fifteen, sixteen uh, quid every. I don't know how many dollars was it? Nineteen. Nineteen. Bucks or yeah, I think so. Yeah, but it's basically and, double and the cards for thirty that cards yeah. exactly. And they're current for another year. They're not mm -hmm. getting rotated out. Those cards you've got in that bundle are going to be good for you for you know the rest of this year and then some. Yeah. Um. So that's really good. Equally, they nerfed patches finally, and uh, Raza, uh, and Corridor Creeper, and Bone Mare, uh, which meant that. I basically disenchanted uh, Raza and Patches and then bought uh, uh, 89 more Mean Streets of Gadgets and packs, which will go out of rotation in, I think, a month or so. Yeah, um, well done. But um, I managed to make, I think it was something like 16,500 dust, which is more than enough to create 10 new legendaries in the uh, in the new oh uh, expansion. Obviously, and those are legendaries I want. I noticed I that uh, your bunch of your decks got basically uh, all of them because all of them had corridor creeper in because mm. it was and patches the, the 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 pirate package in hearthstone meant that it was it was all neutral cards so they weren't class specific um and they were really strong so on turn three if you played out a south sea captain and you hadn't drawn patches you would pull patches from your deck which thins your deck yeah. so you you're more likely to get cards you want thereafter uh, but then you're attacking on turn three for two damage, which you can chuck straight into the face or into a minion, hopefully trading as well. Um, and uh, that then also means that if you've got a Corridor Creeper in hand, at the time was a seven mana card, 5-5, five, five, that got one mana cheaper for any minion that died. Not friendly minions, not enemy minions, any minions. Yeah. So suddenly trading patches in turns that seven mana 5-5 five, five into a five mana 5-5. Five, five if you kill a minion with your patches yeah. uh, that dies. So all of a sudden, that's then baseline stats. That's not bad to chuck out anyway. Yeah. And then, you know, as other cards are dying, what it meant is you were playing out a zero mana 5-5, uh, five, five, sometimes on turn four, which is obscene. That's disgusting. Uh, so just the, the yeah. tempo swings and stuff that came around that. So they changed Corridor Creeper to be a 2-5, so significantly less... Uh, attack power on there right. um and it's it's i anytime they do big nerfs like this i i put the simpsons gif up of uh when it's uh they're stopping the the hamburglar or whatever it is but it's like <laughs> stop stop he's already dead <laughs> and that's the way often it feels with blizzard and their 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 nerfs yeah is you know like you would think like hey maybe we should just like like the, I feel like the Bone Man nerf was really good. It was a seven mana five five that gave a plus four four and taunt. Yeah. And they changed it to an eight mana. Yeah. And that actually makes a huge difference. Huge. And that's great. Yeah. It's still playable. Right. It's just not obscenely broken and to the point where it's in every single deck. Yeah. But there's still archetypes where that's really good. Well, I mean, look, um, in most of the games, it's all about you know carefully balancing a character because like if you're super into uh your your character in diablo or world of warcraft or heroes you're like oh be careful with your band stick and they just kind of do a little tweak but in cards they're like yeah this it's not like they're characters these are all just part of the part of the run so boom yeah. here you go hack it in and half exactly and the, but the thing is is they give full refunds for those cards yeah so um like i said it's the best time to buy packs of those cards because if you get them 
the way they their legendary system works is if you have all the other legendaries when you do get a legendary it will be the one you don't have yeah. so i had all of the other mean streets legendaries so then each pack i opened if it had a legendary it'd be one of the two that i disenchanted which give full dust value so i was just buying them and and, and dusting them and then buying more and then dusting them and you know it, it means actually that when blizzard changes cards in hearthstone it affects their bottom line yeah like i don't have to buy packs with money right um in the next expansion like right. you know right. i will <laughs> but these changes you know nerfing two legendary cards means that those people have the opportunity now to pick and choose any legendary going forward that they want to craft yeah. because it costs the same as the full refund they get equally if down the line they're like you know what patches yeah he's nerfed he doesn't have charge anymore but he's still pretty good yeah. they can make him you know three four weeks from now and no skin off their nose yeah. you know nothing you know it's all it's all good um so it's it's always good but i just what i love about what blizzard decided to do here is they did what wow did which is they didn't wait for a big patch it's like like oh yeah we're gonna do these and we're gonna launch a new expansion and we're gonna do that it's gonna be a new rotation and it's all gonna be great right. what they've allowed us now to have is they've shook up the meta it means that decks that were just dominating and you're playing, you're just getting worn down, being like, really? Oh, oh, oh here comes a bone mare. Oh, great. Okay, you know, there's it. GG. Yeah. You know, it shakes it all up and it allows us to play, you know, this this fun new game for a month or so before um, kind of it all happens on, again uh, with even more stuff. Right. So I, I, I'm a big fan of that. I think they've done an amazing job. And uh, yeah, huge, huge. Uh, uh, I, played a, I played a whole bunch of um, uh, Eternal this week. Uh, which is funny because I just bought all those cards in Hearthstone, but I still played Eternal. I think Eternal's a really fun uh, alternative to that game. So if people are out there, if you're thinking, oh my, gee, Scott, was a sacrilege here? I'm just saying, if you're looking <laughs> for just a little something different that's a little more Magic the Gathering, a little less uh, in, the, yeah. in the spotlight. Well, if you want the experience without having to buy a load of packs, uh, yeah. Dream Quest is amazing. That's made by uh, one of the initial designers on Hearthstone, yeah. uh, Peter Wayland. And then... Why does it, the, does it? Can you can you get some art for that though? Can we? Well, that's the thing. So if you want to play the nice art version, Slay the Spire. Um, it's on Steam. It's early access. It currently only has two class archetypes to play through. That's pretty. But fun. it's a roguelike uh, deck builder yeah. where you progress through a, a mazy map type thing as you climb the spire. It's, it's really and good. it's really good fun picking yeah. up relics. And it's all like the rest. dungeon dungeon rushers or no? There's another one like that too that I really like. But if you're yeah, yeah. if you like builders like meaning not collectible but builder uh, card style games roguelike things that is a great game also ugly as hell though i want uh, somebody needs to yeah, get an art I, department I, I, in there yeah. i think again it's they you know they're made by small teams that make kind of fun bespoke little games that aren't necessarily going to fund a, a big development team uh, but yeah what we need is like a super talented artist and a super talented designer to to make something beautiful and obviously a super talented coder yeah yeah i agree and and, and also, it well. also gets Slay the Spire on mobile, please. I'm, I want to play it on my tablet. That'd be really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm sure they'll get around to that. Um, someone else mentioned Darkest Dungeon plus Smash Up. I don't know yeah. what Smash Up is, but Darkest Dungeon is one of my favorite games that I can't play very often because it stresses me out so bad. <laughs> stresses me out. All right. Uh, time for an email. We got one here real quick. Here's your deal for that. Hear ye, hear ye. Why? It's the town crier. <laughs> Time for the town crier. That means your email. And uh came to us from 
Bill. Bill sent one into the instance at gmail.com, and he says this. Gentlemen, firstly, grats to Patrick on the paternity leave. Hope all is well. Uh, question. How do I explain to an on-gamer female lady friend the basic concepts of WoW? Trying to find a way to sum it up, you know? There are so many aspects of the game, progression, community, etc., and I find it difficult to distill it in a succinct thought. Uh, what do you guys think? And Patrick, if you're back by now, slow down on the snark response. First gear, bud. Uh, really, really best. I don't know what that means. Is Patrick snarky? I don't know. I think so. Oh, oh think so. all right. Well, then, yeah. I, I, then I'm going to agree. Three out yeah. of three instance hosts yeah. say Patrick snarky. <laughs> so uh, what? Uh, if you had to do this, like you just run into some noob who's like, World of Warcraft, I've heard of that. What's the deal? How do you do yeah. that now in 2018? What do you do? I say it's a, it's an online game. You play with friends. Uh, it's like a a, a a game where you you play characters and classes, and you work together or against each other to to do stuff. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the thing is, it's like you know, what is what is wow? It becomes very you know philosophical at, to a point. Yeah. But I think in in you know succinctly, I'd say you know it's a it's an online computer game uh, that is constantly updated with new stuff to do. So uh, I'm playing it with friends all around the world, yeah. and uh, there's always new stuff. To but do. if they say, so, "What do you do?" Do you say, "Well, it's an RPG." Well, what's that? Well, you, you well, make I'd a say, character. Yeah, it's, you know, what do yeah. you do? You 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 play through missions and quests, and uh, you equally uh, have to kind of take down big monsters and bosses and dragons. And uh, you're rewarded with with items that allow they allow you to do bigger and better stuff. You know, it's a progression game, so it's like a lot of mobile games out there. Uh, but without the microtransactions, right. they're just a monthly fee. Right. Well, I think that's not bad. Take that, Bill, and tell your friend, your lady friend, if you're trying now, now, okay, let me ask you this. Does he alter his approach at all if this lady friend is someone he's trying to, you know, to seduce? Woo. Yeah, he's trying to woo her over. Hmm. What is World of Warcraft? Well, it's uh, it's an exclusive club for gentlemen who are very accomplished in the art of lovemaking. So... <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I don't think it changes. I don't think the description changes based on the gender you're talking to. Scott. Yeah, you want honesty, uh, right? And transparency. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I think you know, if I'm telling anyone what it is, I'm telling them what it is. Right. If I want to get in their pants, then I preface it with by the way, I would love to get up in that. Just anyway. So it's an online game, you play with friends, there's lots of challenges and uh -huh. you're constantly progressing and there's updates all the time and uh, are you single? You gotta is you, you gonna play it with a boyfriend or a husband or uh -huh. how does that work? Are you is it open or yeah yeah, yeah is, that sort of thing. This is good. Yeah. This is good. I feel like we've helped this guy out a lot today. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Thank you, Bill. Yeah. Uh, you can send your own emails into the show if you'd like, folks. The instance at gmail.com. We love getting them and we're happy to read them when we get them. We'll be back next week with a new show. Who knows if I'll get the alpha working? I hope I do by then. I'm gonna try I hope today. So. Yeah, I, I hope, hope, so. hope so as well. Uh, don't forget you can follow Terpster. On the internet, at the underscore T, there is always things going on and stuff to be interacting with with him, so make sure you check that out. You can find me at Scott Johnson, Patrick at Not Patrick, and more shows like this at frogpants.com. You can also go to theinstance.net. That's the website for this page, and Instance Show on Twitter if you are so inclined. That's going to do it for us, for me and for Terpster. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Nope, of course not. Here you we have go. one job, Johnson! Come on! <laughs>
self-promotion proves problematic. It's the Overly Dramatic News, I'm Hunts the Wind. With the buzz building that the temporary armistice between Horde and Alliance will soon break down, it isn't too surprising that some opportunistic elements are already looking for ways to take advantage of the changing situation. And it shouldn't be surprising at all that the Kaja Cola Corporation is leading that charge. The beverage conglomerate earlier this week introduced two new versions of its signature product, colored blue and red to match the colors of Azeroth's once and soon-to-be-again enemies. But the first bottles were barely off the production line when PepsiCo issued a cease-and-desist letter claiming that they held the copyright on the colored cola concept. Kaja Cola scoffed at the letter, emphasizing its disdain by sending a troll out to read a prepared statement. Claiming that U.S. copyright law had no force in Azeroth, the troll sneered that Pepsi was making a mountain out of a molehill and that there really wasn't anything that Pepsi could do to stop the company's plans. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at FrogPants.com.